Hey, buddy. Good morning. How are you doing today? And what do you think about the truth about that small steps really create uncommon results? I love that comment. Here, I've got a, I've got a small step for you. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Um, everybody's a unique individual. So what we can eat in a day depends on who we are, how much activity we have, etc. Um, if you if we overeat um, 100 calories a day. So for me, my my diet, uh, my calorie caloric intake is between uh, two, 2,200 and 3,500 per day, depending on my activity level, right? Yeah. But if I overeat 100 calories per day, um, that's 36,000 calories per year. This is, this is a small step, 100 calories. Like a bag of chips is 156, uh, normally about 150 calories, right? Coke's about 150 calories. So we can very easily over snack, eat that extra portion of carbs, right? To get that 100 calories a day, that little 100 calories a day. Oh, it's only 100 calories today. And the 100 calories tomorrow, just a little step, right? 36,000 calories a year. Guess how many pounds that is? Please tell me. I don't know the math. 10.4, my friend. Wow. At the end of the year. 10.4 pounds. That's right. 10.4 pounds a year of extra, just that little 100 calories. Little small steps make a difference. You multiply that by five years. And then we step on the scale and we look at it's like, remember I used to weigh 173? Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> well, you know, I've been talking to literally hundreds of people every week here. And the most common thing that they're saying is exactly what you just shared, Bob, is that they just don't know why they are where they are. And it really is those little choices of, am I going to have that? say it's a carbonated beverage, I'm going to have that Coke, as you said, at 150 yeah. calories, yeah. or am I going to have a soda stream that's carbonated water with some lime or a little bit of other uh, fruit juice flavoring in it? That's a huge difference at and 10 they say, pounds a year. And, what, and people rationalize it up. They said, hey, I went for my walk today, right? And they did. Yeah. They went for their two-block walk, and they come back and they said, I could have my Coke. But unfortunately, the two block walk only burned 15 calories <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or 25 or something like that. Right. So it's not equal. It's not equal at the end of the day sometimes. Well, so we said we we're going to ask these two questions. I really want to kind of direct us because I know with our conversations that we love to go deep. Why do we not do the obvious things, Bob, that we know we should do? And you've seen me wear my shirt. It should, could, would, did. Right. And that whole shirt is on the theme is that we're, we all know every person I've talked to this week has said, I know what to do, but they don't do it. That's right. And why don't we? Is that your question? Yeah. Because we're not, we, uh, we become um, desensitized to the routines in our life. We just do them because we're on autopilot. Most people just brush their teeth. They don't intentionally brush each tooth. We just brush our teeth, yeah. right? Most people don't um, um, intentionally drink water. They just drink whenever they want during the day. They don't intentionally make sure they're drinking water every hour. So really most of our lives, like if you took a look at the things we do during the day, you know, we get in a car, we drive somewhere, we get up, you know, all the things we do during the day, that's between 50 and 70%, just the normal actions we do a day day after day after day takes up about 75%, 50 to 75% of our days, of our time. 
and we just are on autopilot for the for that time. And then we try to squeak in the rest of the time. We try to squeak in the stuff that's not on autopilot, and um, that's not a recipe for success. No, I would uh, agree with you one hundred percent. I know you've seen me go through a lot of changes in our relationship of um, you know thirty plus years. Is that what we do consistently in the privacy of our home or wherever we are in life, where we don't think people are watching? Mm -hmm. That's at the end what dictates the result and what people will praise you for or other in the result of it, because we get that praise publicly or not the praise that we want because of our actions that we're doing privately. So mm -hmm. if we're doing that 10 plus pounds a year of growth because of our hundred calories a day habit routine that we've put in uh, without managing in a balanced way, our exercise, our nutrition, our medicines, whatever it would be, that consistency is what's delivering that result. Yep. And I think that, unfortunately, the, another phrase that I love, and that's the definition of insanity, all these habits that you just described that we do every single day. And then I have people go to me, I just don't know why. I do not understand why things aren't different. Yep. And when I ask the question of, have you made any changes in your routines? The answer invariably is no. And therein lies the definition of insanity, right, Bob? Yeah. Doing the same thing and expecting a different result. What I found, my friend, is uh, we, we were not aware, because we're on autopilot, we're not necessarily aware of all the stuff that we're doing in the day. We're not, thus we're not intentional. Yeah. So I like to think of, I like to think of the major blocks of our life as being these systems that we create for ourselves. Yeah. Just take a, take, take a look at that, the system that powers um, diabetics, right? The system of eating. Most people just eat. They buy, they, they shop, and then they eat. There's no intentional planning about it. So as an example, I've got a big event coming over to my house this weekend. I'm going to Costco tonight, right? So do I just go to Costco? No, that's that would be habit. That would be uh, running on autopilot. I got to go buy stuff for Costco. I got a big event this weekend. And so it's um, Friday. So basically it's supper for me Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, breakfast the same days, lunch the same days, actually all through Monday because we have Monday off as a holiday too, right? So there's there's a match. That's 12, 12 to 14 meals that I have to plan out. Yeah. So I can just go to Costco on autopilot and start picking up stuff or I could build my menu before I go, right? So, so that's... That's part of my system, my friend, is to build the menu before I go. So, so another word for menu really is a plan, right? If you plan. fail the plan, you plan to fail. So right. uh, going in, if you want to come out of Costco uh, uh, with a full cart of stuff that's actually going to be beneficial and actually achieve the menu plan you've laid out, you have to think about it ahead of time. And that's something you're an expert at. So continue on that. I think that's a really important point is that chance favors the prepared mind. I repeat this all the time. About yeah, how important yeah. is the plan. But it's not, a, it's based on this system of eating. It's based on this system of eating. And it all starts with understanding my, uh, what the carbs that I want to eat, right? The, the proteins that I want to eat, the green vegetables that I want to eat. That's good for my particular body based on the caloric intake per day. So right. that's, that's an awareness. There's some studying that's gone on there. 
There's some investigation. There's a lot of research has gone on to that. That's part of the system is to research what makes you go good, what gives you energy versus what takes away from your energy. So you got that system in place. And then what's your shopping system like? What And then what's your uh, cooking system like too? It's all part of that big eating system. We call it pillar two, of course, right? Yes, that's It's right. your fuel. So it's our, and that's what we do. That's what we do in our courses. Is we actually build the system for your pillar too. But that's, that's um, it's so important for people A, to be aware and then build the plan in so they can, they can create a system that really works for themselves. So if they want to lose weight, they're actually minusing 100 calories a day. Because if you minus 100 calories a day, you're looking at losing 10 to 11 pounds a year. And right. over, and that is such a healthy thing to do if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds overweight. You don't do it all in one no. uh, lump. Just build the system where you're losing 100 calories a day and all, you're looking better, you're feeling better, you start exercising, you build your exercise system around that and you're off to the races. I really uh, like the way you said that because, you know, language is important, right? And we say we want to become healthy. Well, the answer is right within the statement of become healthy means that you have to be healthy. The routines that we're going to create, right? And what we teach specifically in our programs are all around, yes, diabetes, but how this applies to all humans. The fact is, is that these little micro small changes, and I already mentioned one just with the pop, right? People don't understand that a Coke Zero, and I'm not against anyone having a pop, but I'll tell you, it shouldn't be allowed to be sold because Coke <laughs> Zero actually harms your ability for your body to process carbohydrates effectively and actually is an anti thing to losing weight. Almost 90 plus percent of the people that I've talked to that are excessively overweight, 50 pounds or more, are Drink drinking carbs. literally liters of uh, uh, pop, whatever their flavor may be, mm -hmm. a week and it's or per day, I mean. And this is just the easiest little hack that can be done in a routine where I really like the fizz, I really like the energy they'll give me. Well, guess what? If we focus on just learning, I don't have to even change the routine. I just change what I put in my hand at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. You will change the outcome of that 10 pounds we just talked about in that one small change. Yeah. And there's a ripple effect that goes through that because now instead of it being uh, a high sugar, uh, simple carb drink, it's now a high nutrient carbonated drink with water and nutrients and micronutrients are going to actually fuel the cells and help them do the job of balancing and creating the health that we want. So that whole point is we just need to be it. And by creating these routines, which we do in foundations, right? We walk with our people through what is the result you want? How do we do it in a sustainable manner? Then why do we want to do this, i.e.? And then we get into these routines. And that's what we're talking about today is first question to wrap up. I think we need to answer it now. Why do we not? So what's the main thing? Why do we not when we know we should be doing something? And that's going to lead us right into the next question, right? So, Bob, what's the final say on why we do not do the obvious things we should do for our routines? Well, I'd say there's a, we all break it down, break it down, all your habits during the day, break it down into two different separate issues. One is motion and one is action. So if, if you're talking about motion, you're talking about planning, strategizing and learning. 
So as an example, a person would say, hey, geez, you know, I'm thinking about getting fit. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take some, make some motion on this. And so I'm going to phone up the fitness center. I'm going to walk by. I'm going to check it out, check out the prices and stuff, which is all good. That's all part of the strategizing, planning, and learning. The But the most important part of that is the action part, which is actually uh, scheduling it in your calendar and going, you know, the four or three, four or five times a week. But putting it in your calendar and making sure that you show up to the yeah. session. The showing up and whatever you do, show up. Mm-hmm. That's 90% of the journey because mm-hmm. a bad workout, if you're judgmental and flogging yourself that you didn't do what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. is still 100% better than no workout. Right. Activity. It doesn't right. matter if you're walking 10 kilometers and you or and your goal was 10 and you turn around at one. The point is we moved one and we need to learn that whole uh, process that it is the small steps that we build the resilience to work through the resistance. And then we end up with the, the result of more endurance, more energy, more strength, and so on it goes, right? Let me give one more example because we talk about this as being so important, bud. And that's sleep, right? We know that to have energy the next day we need to sleep. But I meet, meet so many diabetics who talk about I'm a night owl or, because I, I, I can't get to sleep before 12 o'clock. But we know we need that extra hour, that extra two hours. And so part of the motion part is to say, yeah, I'm a night owl. That's a, that's our mindset, right? That's You're planning to stay up late when you say you're a night owl. You're strategizing to stay up late when you think or say you're a night owl. And you're learning that you're a night owl when you say you're a night owl. But you know you need that extra hour of sleep. So taking action is actually rethinking that whole strategizing process. And saying, you know, I'm going to go to bed. And what time is the best time? If I'm going to get my eight hours or seven hours or whatever it, whatever your body needs, right, for you to be optimized. They say, if it's 1030, it's 1030. And then all, all of a sudden you have a whole new set of challenges. How do you get to sleep at 1030 versus 1230, right? Which you're yeah. normally used to doing. So it's, a, it's about the little things that you do, but it starts with taking action. Right on. And I, and just how do we do that? So I really want to just end my view on why we don't do what we do. And I believe that it involves all the four pillars, but the most critical one is the beliefs that we have and the relationship we have with our food or with our sleep or with our exercise. Mm-hmm. And that, and ourself, by the way, that's the very first where they all stem from. But we have these beliefs that whatever we're doing has more value than the other choice. Mm -hmm. That's why we do it. But more importantly than that, there's emotions. So our beliefs and our meanings, our intentions, they drive our emotion. That's what actually creates the motion and the action that you were so uh, 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 greatly explaining to our viewers today. But remember, consider it. Be curious about what you're feeling at a specific moment that you choose to grab the pop or that you choose to go work out or that you choose to go to bed or stay and watch another episode of that binge that we're on with Netflix, whatever it would be. And you'll be shocked. I think I was because I came to awareness that my emotions really drive my motion and the action. And when I realized that I was able to shift, it was a little shift, that little shift that said, you know what? I really don't know if I need this. Hit the pause button. It's going to be there tomorrow. 
waiting for you to go play. And I'm going to actually go to bed and then use these routines that you learn through foundations and that to actually get to sleep and how to do these types of things. So I think we killed that one pretty good. I think, <laughs> I think it's, it's an excellent question that we need to consider regularly, right? Right, right. now, I'm rejigging routines because I've plateaued. And that's the journey we're on, right? When we go on our hikes, Bob, we go up a hill. There's resistance, et cetera. We take a pause. When we hit the top, let ourselves acclimatize. Let the breath, let the, 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 the heart rate and everything sort of settle. Then we get to go along this plateau for a bit until we hit the next one that goes up or down, right? But the point is being aware of where we're at. Phys in our thinking and our emotions really impacts what we actually do.